you're again with Volleyball Explained podcast and our edition about the Italian lake. We are again here, Ronnie, Nicola, and it's me, Bogdan. And we're going to talk about the 18th, 19th, and 20th rounds in the Italian Superlega. But this time, in comparison to other times, we're going to have also the Cup. Yesterday we had the um, quarterfinals in the Cup of Italy. Uh, and we have the semi-finals, but we're going to talk it to talk about it a bit, a little bit later. And uh, except this purely volleyball topics, we're going to have one also a little bit of a, let's say, not shocking but very interesting topic on if and whether Italy is going to use their name flag and colors during the Olympics in Tokyo this year. Actually, it's not totally sure if there will be an Olympics this year again, but yeah, uh, that's, that, that's, that's the point. And Nicole will give uh, some insights uh, about this issue more later in this episode of the podcast. Uh, let's start with the 18th round. In the 18th round, we had matches... Milano Lube 2-3, Ravenna Perugia 0-3, Modena Padova 3-0, but this uh, this match has been played in, on 14th of November due to this uh, COVID pandemic uh, changes. Cisterna Verona 0-3, maybe the most interesting match uh, of the round, Trentino Monza 3-2. And Piacenza Vibo 3-1. Uh, from which match do you want to start with? Because maybe Trentino Monza to say this a little bit of an interesting um, case where Monza succeeded in winning two, two sets. Yeah, oh, I could talk about it because I've covered it. It was, uh, as you say, probably the most interesting match of the of the of the game day, uh, it ended three two, but it wasn't. Um, how can I say a game who has a logic from the start to the end, uh, because actually Trento looked pretty tired. It was their fourth game in eleven days, and uh, and you could see it during uh, during the game. Uh, on the other side, Monza showed once again that they are a team with a with a solid uh, game plan. They were still without Lagumja and the young uh, uh, Davis Kiba uh, from Belarus played uh, as an opposite and uh, he played pretty well. Uh, I mean, you couldn't expect him to have a, a huge impact, uh, especially with such a strong team, but uh, he carried on uh, all, along the, all along the game and it, it didn't work that bad. Uh, Monza played well, especially in the sets they won when they left. Their defense was at high level, and their reception could limit uh, um, Trento's serve. Uh, in Trento's half court, <laughs> Abdelaziz slept for three sets, uh, then get back at his usual level and uh, finish strong. So it was uh, Lucarelli, the player who, who led uh, Trento uh, to the victory and get uh, the MVP. 
some fans were disappointing of losing one point, but considering the streak Trento is having is is, is not so. I mean, something you should be should be worried about, and considering how many games Trento played in the in a shorter period. So yeah, bo- both uh, coaches at the end of the game were pretty uh, were pretty happy, of course. Also, uh, Monza's coaches uh, wished they had won the the game, but but at the end both were pretty pretty happy, and the points were good for both teams, for Trento to to stay on the fourth on the third place, and to Monza to get one step closer to the fourth, which is actually uh, Bibo Valencia place. Since when doesn't Trento have a defeat? Since the 25th... When, when was the last one? The 25th of uh, November against uh, Vibo Valencia, that infamous game that Trento <laughs> played without setters and opposites. So. Right, before, right before the Champions League matches. So. Exactly. Yes. Uh, my memorable mention in this round, let's say it in this way, is uh, Milano Lube. Uh, I watched this match most most of it, and I believe that Lube played without concentration most of the time. Maybe maybe most of the first three sets because they were losing one to one to uh, to two, and then and then one. But what made made me impression in this match is that especially in the last two sets this was a very rare uh, match in terms of having a match where it's clear that the setter is the hero in the game and the setter will be the mvp if this team wins and of course i mean luciano de checo most of the matches we have a we have somebody from the outside hitters playing on a very high level, like Juan Torena, Leao, and uh, not that much Rihlitschkin now in, in Lube. But this time it was clear that the check was absolutely perfect. And even in my notes during the game, I, I wrote, the uh, check should be MVP, and he was MVP actually after the game. Because he was playing really, really nice, and the the hitters of Lube were against the single or almost even Rihlitschki was without any block uh, in front of him uh, uh, in, in several cases. So absolutely perfect by the Checo and I believe uh, absolutely he absolutely deserved this MVP uh, award in, the, in this game. Well, sometimes we forget that uh, in a team like this, like Lube Chimitanova, uh, with all those starts, uh, we forget that the setter is also a starts uh, a, a star player in 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 his own way. You know, uh, the Checo ha- has been around in Italy for almost a decade now, and uh, he uh, he maybe is not that uh, a strong leader like Bruno was back in the day, but. Uh, he knows the, the capabilities of uh, his main uh, players like Juan Torena and Juan de Leal that uh, in, especially in this game they weren't too, too uh, uh, 
uh, to Rai. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but 44% uh, by Juan Torreno and 45% by Leal, uh, especially in a team like Chivitanova that needs the, them to contribute to the victory. 61% uh, for uh, Robelan Simon that has to score almost 20 points to stay uh, to keep the Lube in contention in this game and let's uh, praise the performance of uh, Yuki Ishikawa who is uh, with 85% 85% in the attacking uh, that's not every day we 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 know that Ishikawa is that uh, player that one one day can destroy you and he spent months with a relevant performance so uh, like like many other players in in this league uh, really uh, but yeah uh, Luga won uh, but dropped a point now they need to win at least 3-1 or 3-0 uh, that uh, game versus Perugia to uh, keep the first place because they in that uh, with with a win they they secure the victory and loses uh, differential so uh, yeah uh, that's it for this uh, round I guess no other match maybe Piacenza yeah. Verona. Okay. Uh, may just add one thing you were talking about Ishikawa the yeah. eighty five percent in attacking is the best percentage for an uh, outside, outside hitter in the Super League this year for somebody who has attacked at least nine, uh, nine balls. So it was not just impressive for the game, it was impressive in the entire league. How many, how many balls did she attack? Uh, he attacked... 25, uh, 27, 27. 20, 27. Uh, and uh, 27, and he made 23, so 85% in conversion, so... Yeah. Yeah, this this is not just sounds this not just sounds very very impressive. It is impressive actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next matches uh, postponed matches uh, played on twelfth of January and thirteenth of, of January. Piacenza more than a zero to three, and that is the only loss of Piacenza in the last four matches and Centino against Padova 0 to 3 3 to 0 uh, 3 0 of course <laughs> I'm not uh, I'm, I'm 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 watching uh, again the the result of Piacenza more than a uh, uh, shall we comment on on these matches I yes. I tried to 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 watch Piacenza more than a, but I I wasn't able to so I I, I, I watched the match because again I bet on him, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't really nice to see uh, a Piacenza losing uh, a big uh, set, a long set, uh, sorry. Uh, I think the first set ended 34-32, uh, something like that, uh, was a big, a big long set. And that was all. I mean, they they lose their, their focus on the on the next ones, and the three zero came came quickly. Uh, I will praise the performance of uh, Micah Christensen and uh, Betori, who maintained the the team uh, united, especially playing abroad because they they play I think in the Pala Piacenza, Pala Banca Piacenza, right? Yeah. 
so uh, they were they were playing uh, away so that's uh, made more um, more epic this victory I I think that at least Piacenza will win uh, a set but it didn't happen uh, so the the schematics of uh, Gianni were uh, correct all the time again uh, we at least I saw a uh, a drop in the grosser performance again he is coming out of a big injury and that was the one of the reasons that uh, this uh, team of Piacenza couldn't uh, win even a set so yeah for me Christensen Vettori and then uh, poor performance of the opposite of uh, Piacenza Okay, so, so maybe maybe we need also a, a, a part in our in our podcast about betting sometime. Maybe maybe for the playoffs. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go to the next uh, to the next round because we have a lot of topics uh, uh, to go through. Um, Nineteen round, Lube Modena three yeah. two, Perugia yeah. Milano three one. Mm -hmm. Verona Ravenna 0 to 3, Padova Piacenza 2 3, Trentino Cisterna 3 1. This is a surprise with one set for Cisterna. And um, uh, Monza Vibor 3 1, part of the big uh, Monza series of six wins out of eight matches, and they are almost fourth in the championship. Um, maybe, of course. Talking about Lube Modena 3-2 because it was the most interesting match of the uh, of the round and uh, very even match maybe as a surprise because now later we're going to understand that they will play again but the semi-final for the Italian Cup. Uh, what was the reason for Modena winning two sets? Uh, not that uh, not that uh, uh, often. Not, not an often occasion because they are not playing that well and they are eight in the seventh or eight in the in the in the ranking. So uh, some errors Lube made in this match uh, during the the second and the, and the fourth sets and Modena was pretty much consistent, still not not winning the match. And uh, the biggest difference in this match, at least for me, it was that Lube was playing much better in the tough situations on high balls after uh, a bad reception. And uh, Modena just don't have these capabilities. We have talked about it, that they have a great libero and a great setter, but they lack uh, quality in uh, in outside hitting, let's say, in this way. So, so that was the reason for me for Lube... Uh, succeeding in squeezing the win even though they didn't play well enough yeah i agree all right i had the same the same the same vision of the game and especially the inconsistency of the every one of the attacking trio because Petric ended up with a 41%, Lavia 31%, Vettori 44%, uh, Karliček uh, 45%. You cannot expect to to win three points or two against Lube if uh, all along the game uh, l less than uh, uh, one attack uh, every two attacks is a point uh, is a point for you. So basically, what you say is totally correct. 
Well, uh, Daniele Lavia was uh, uh, it wasn't a good performance by him. I think uh, they they had they tried to send Karliček, but even Rinaldi in the in the last game of the Superliga has been playing. So uh, this this will be uh, for sure a problem to Modena that had had been a struggle all the year uh, with with the with the oxide heaters problem. So yeah. In, a, in addition, we have to say one one thing. Uh, Lugo won easily the first set, and in the second set, they uh, struggled. Uh, at the end, they lose the set, but it was too long. Uh, when when you lose uh, a, a set like that, 30, 30 to 28 or 32 to 30, you uh, lose... Uh, a, a big chunk of momentum, you know, and yeah. that uh, leads to the other thing, gain confidence and okay, you win easily the, the, the third set, but in the fourth, it was for me, beside the game of Trento, the worst set that I saw Lube play in all this uh, tournament, you know, uh, they ended with 16 points, I think with all those stars uh, in 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 all the aspect, you cannot uh, end a set with that thing uh, in six in sixty point. I heard from from uh, from some players that there are a little uh, uh, disagreement between the coach, uh, the Georgi, and the players. I don't know how true this is, but. Uh, the relationship uh, is not that that strong like the when they won the Champions League and the Serie A. So yeah, uh, if the things don't change by by the end of the season, now we will see the Coppa Italia. I think this uh, this will be the last uh, season of the Georgi in command of the uh, Lube Civitanova. So that's it, they lose a point and they now are, like I said before, three points uh, behind of uh, Peru here. And in case of uh, uh, they, they win 3-2, Peru here will, will take the, the first place in the regular season. Yeah, and we should remind our listeners uh, here that this is very important in terms of the next matches uh, in the playoffs because the, 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 the first team will, will have home advantage in the final and not only that, the first team will play the fourth in the semifinals in principle if there are not surprises. Uh, so, and and the second will play the third, which is most likely Trento. So it's much better to play Vibo or Monza or Piacenza in the semi-final than than Trento. So that's uh, that's self-explanatory. Um, okay, uh, next match is postponed on 21st of January. Lube Monza 3-1 and Milano Modena 3-2. That was a surprise, at least for me, because. Uh, even though uh, they were hosts, uh, Milano won against more than a 3-2. Um, and we have the, tw uh, the 20th round. 
So in this round, we had Cisterna Lube 0 to 3, Modena Perugia 1 to 3, Vibo Trentino 0 to 3. Maybe we expected a little bit more interesting match here. Milano Padova 3 1, Piacenza Verona 3 1, and Ravenna Monza 1 3. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch any of these, so I'm leaving uh, the, the comments on you this time. Totally. Okay, then I will talk about what on paper was the, the most interesting game of, of the day. Uh, Vibo Valencia Trento, of course. And as you said, there were a lot of expectation uh, because of the first game between the two teams that we already mentioned. Um, so there was a sense of revenge for Giannelli and, and company uh, moving into the, the team. And I personally feared that uh, if they put too much in the game, uh, they, they may lost their, their connection and, uh, and the rhythm they, they were playing at. But at the end, uh, it looked like a training session. A training session for 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 Trentino. Uh, to be fair, we have to say that Vibo was uh, without the uh, Falco. Birigui uh, played in uh, in his place, and uh, is not that strong in reception and in serving as uh, as the Falco. But he didn't do so bad uh, in attack. But then Rosard and Bupacar combined for just nine points in three sets, and. That was it, uh, basically. If you count the, the aces at the end were 12 to 0 for Trento, you can easily uh, understand uh, how they win. And that there were no. no it, it was not even so funny to watch, even as a Trentino's volley fan, because uh, it, it seems like people lost the game even before playing it. You know, I don't know if you get what I mean. Uh, they they looked like there there was uh, backing up, uh, uh, backing down uh, uh, a little bit, and at the end of the game, the president of uh, Vibo was uh, uh, was furious. But just to give you a sense of how dominant Trento was, Lorenzetti didn't call a single timeout in three sets and didn't make any substitution. So he just said to his player. Just play. I mean, we we we're, we're winning so so easily there. But I let you do and finish it pretty pretty quickly. As usual in this period, Lucarelli was uh, was the, the the MVP of the of the game, and it was a, an injection of uh, of um, uh, um, you pile up energy for the quarterfinals uh, against Milano. They they would have played two three days later, so. That's it. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. No, uh, sorry. Uh, even si uh, even the since uh, the Champion League first round Champion League ended, Trentino has become another team completely. Especially uh, starting, sorry, starting by Lucarelli. He, I, I think he has overcome the past of his father, and now he's a completely uh, new, fresh, different player. The player that Trentino pay for and uh, combine it with the renew Gianelli uh, and of course for me the MVP of the league uh, Abdel Nimirasis, uh, which is a player that I especially follow because he will likely 
uh, take Netherlands to the Challenger Cup and we'll face uh, Cuba, uh, hopefully in the <laughs> final. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's it. It will be it will it will be interesting now. With uh, let's see what he will what he will do with ne with the Netherlands teams, which is a respectable uh, respect respectable one, you know, because they have their horse, Water Termat and Bargandre, and they slowly will or oh, um, sorry. They are revitalizing that Netherlands team we, uh, from the early 2000s or maybe 90s. It's not the same, but you know, uh, we will see. Uh, yeah, let, yes. Yeah, let's let's not forget that they won against Brazil in uh, World Championship 2018. So of course. So they're so they're so they're surely a decent team. I was uh, I, I wanted to mention also maybe a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but uh, of course uh, Vibo is playing much over very much over the expectations. But maybe Vibo with an opposite different from Neto is going to play even even better because Neto has more or less only only strengths. He, he, he's hitting really hard, but when it comes to technique, I don't think he, he is that good. So, so maybe with, Who are you gonna with, bring? with the Falco, with, uh, with, with and, uh, and of course, Rosar, maybe with a better opposite, they can even play better. There are rumors that Nishida, the wonder kid of Japan, will, uh, <laughs> will end it in in Bio uh, Valencia next season. Uh, I will say I, I will say now this to the president who got really furious uh, in the last uh, game. Good luck and be patient because uh, although Nishida is a highlight YouTube uh, video player, uh, this is Italy. This is a strong championship in the entire world. Uh, I I. I will say that it's even better than the regular uh, phase of the VNL, you know, because uh, you have at least 10, 10 teams that uh, are better than, than China, Japan and Australia, at least. And well, uh, it's fun to watch the Italian league and I, I will gladly uh, look forward to the join of Nishida because I I think this will uh, break some mist some mysticism around this play. So yeah, continue. Maybe maybe we we need to make uh, the ultimate uh, clickbait title of a podcast. Is Nishida really that good? And uh, we had uh, uh, we two thousand two, two thousand uh, furious uh, Japanese comments under the video. So what we are talking about? So, uh, but let, but let's let see. I, I'm really interested if Nishida can be that good uh, because because of course he he, he showed he, uh, uh, he showed also in the in the VNL that that that, that he is good. But maybe when you when you should play. On a top level, match after match, three days, four days, uh, one week, the next week, and this is this is much more different than playing, because for example, for example, uh, yes, he, he, he scored. I, I 
I, if I remember properly, seven aces against Bulgaria. But I, honestly, I don't think we are the we are the the the, the biggest indicator now. No, but and usually club teams are better than national teams. No, and yeah. they, they are a different type of tournament competition. You know, you have the sorry, uh, you have the VNL that longs one month, and then if you qualify to the final six, uh, one week, and you have a European Championship that longs uh, six to seven or eight months. You know, and you have to train. You have to have another uh, mentality set, focus mentality, I, I don't know. And it's different, it's different. I mean, uh, don't go forward, uh, don't go too far. Uh, let's say Jiva, for example, this is a, a, a debatable, uh, a, a debate for days or, or months. Jiva was an excellent player in the Brazilian national team. But it wasn't so relevant when he played for Cunio or Ferrara or uh, or uh, what what was the team uh, Odintisol, I think. Uh, yeah, he he wasn't that that big uh, force in the in the club scene. So yeah, we also remember Jiva, the Olympic champion, the world uh, world champion. Um, okay, bravo, but. He couldn't uh, maintain the level for almost a year. So it's like Nishida. He will encounter in the Italian league that all the plays that he make in the VNL will be reduced at least in for 50 percent. Is my guess. I don't know you guys, but we will discuss this uh, a bit, a bit, uh, a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. If Nishida at the end will end up in, of course, in the Italian Super League. Okay, right. but we can cut it and put it as a uh, separate video also and uh, start the the clash with the the uh, army of fans of Nishida. I, I just want uh, to add one last thing about the the game between Bibo mm -hmm. and Trento. That was the 12th consecutive victory for Trento in the championship, which means that during that streak, Trento has beaten every other team in in the league at least once and Modena twice because of the game was postponed so they showed they could do it let's see <laughs> let's see uh the ranking after 12 uh 12th, what i'm talking about uh 20th rounds uh but not 20 matches for everyone Perugia is leading with uh, 52 points Lube 49 as uh, Ronnie said Trentino 44 Vibo 34 Monza 33 but with with a much less Piacenza 32 Modena 28 Milano 26 much less Verona 22 much less Ravenna 16, much less. Padova 13, and Cisterna on the last place, but not relegating due to the rules with five uh, points. Uh, we can see here that uh, the only that is not uh, uh, the, that the the only two teams that will not change even if they play the 20 match is Verona and Ravenna. Who uh, Verona is separated four points of Milano and Ravenna is separated uh, six points from Verona, 
and uh, but the other teams uh, if they win they respectively matches they could uh, swap positions i mean valencia and monza are separated but only one point and monza have to play uh, uh, of course verona and it's uh, i could say that verona uh, will be uh, will be hard for them to win one of the two matches uh, left so uh, they can easily uh, lose versus Monza and the other uh, question is that Milano if they win uh, his match for 3-0-3-1 they could, they could pass uh, Modena who for the first time in I don't know 20 years or 30 will end in a place above the 8th or maybe 8th a place that will be 8th yeah, there will uh, be eight. That that no happened so so much, but it is what it is. Hopefully, the next year, if the rumors are true, they can build a team uh, uh, respectable by by anyone in this league. Yeah, the, the fight for the fourth, fifth place uh, will be the most interesting, considering that uh, Piacenza and Monza has to play each other. If I'm not wrong. And uh, Vibo has to play Cisterna, and there are three points for sure. And then they have to play Lube. I mean, and Lube, I mean, Lube needs to win to, to to keep the the hopes for the first place uh, for the first alive. They they need to win at least three one to keep the first place because with three two, uh, it's useless. Perugia will win the regular season by one point. So, no, yeah, I was talking about the game between uh, Vibo and Lube. Okay. So if Vibo, so Lube has to st score three points to get to get the, all the three points uh, to to be in the first place or at least to to still have a chance to to do that. So the last two two game days were will be pretty interesting. And actually, the only team that wouldn't change is uh, is position in the table is Trento, 20. with uh, it's. Unlikely that Lube wouldn't score uh, two points in the past in the last two games. So even if they get even by the end of the of the regular season, Lube has more won has won more games than than Trentino. So it will be anyway uh, on a, on a higher uh, higher position. Okay, let's go to the cap and the quarterfinals uh, played yesterday uh, with uh, the. Semifinals and the final on Saturday and Sunday. Lube Padova 3-0 in a very one-way match due to obvious reasons. Modena Monza 3-0 again. Trento Milano 3-0 and Perugia Ravenna. The only match not finishing in three but in four sets. Perugia Ravenna 3-1 in maybe the most interesting match of the of the quarterfinals with Lube playing Modena in the semifinals and Perugia playing Trento. Uh, what are your comments on, on, on these matches? Uh, because from what I saw, Perugia Ravenna was really interesting and Ravenna playing very consistently during the whole match, but maybe they were lacking one better outside hitter, let's say. Uh, next to uh, Francesco Recine and uh, Giulio Pinali, um, helping helping to to win 
it was very hard to do it against uh, Leon, Plutnitsky and the other guys. I would say that uh, Tarantino, uh, Lube and even Modena, uh, if I will put a note or grade, it will be A+. Plus. They uh, did exactly what they needed to, to do to win all, the, all those three games. Now let's see Perugia. Even when they won 3-1, uh, they played horribly. You know, again, the team relies too much in one uh, player, like this Wilfredo Leon with six aces, and uh, against a team that uh, they play very well when it's the, uh, let's say, uh, um, when it's not a game in, in the league, it's a semi-final or quarter-final. This team of uh, Ravenna, especially Francesco Recine, the son of the GM of the of Perugia, uh, he was yesterday like trying to prove something. You know, like even when I have 189 meters, I can be uh, uh, better sometimes than the the Plotinsky player. You know, the Ukrainian player and. He did what he needed to 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 do, but uh, for sadly, you have in the other side of the court a player that uh, comes by the name of Leon, and they uh, sorry he destroyed that thing in the uh, from the service line. I mean, when Travena tried to fight the inevitable, comes Leon and uh, end all the on the hope. Uh, of that of that team that that play very 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 well. Yeah. Uh, uh, at the end of the game, uh, Atarasevich said what you just said. That Recine, the son of uh, of uh, Stefano Recine, the GM. Francesco Recine is the son of Stefano Recine, the GM of of Perugia. It looks really like when he plays against his father, he wants to to, to show how, how good uh, he is. And for the next season, rumors said uh, Recine in. Uh, in Piacenza, and it was a, a an, another big step, and to see how the player would react. Um, I watched the game between Trento and Milano, and it was an even game only to the 21-20 in the first set. And Milano was without Piano and the starting libero Pesaresi, uh, so they had really few chances to to do something that could put Trento Trento in danger. And uh, uh, with the when Patri was out during that uh, that uh, the period his injury, uh, Milano brought in Urnaut. So right now they they have uh, three good outside hitters, uh, Ishikawa, Mar, and Urnaut. And yesterday uh, Piazza uh, used the the three of them. They tried to rotate them, but uh, none of them, but uh, Yuki uh, did uh, played a very a very good game. On the other end, Trento was spectacular in attack for, for the entire game. They ended up with 66%. In the second set, they ended up with 80% of team. And uh, the, both Abdelaziz and Lucarelli over 65%. Micheletto 78%. Uh, Lisina 87%. So when Trento is playing like that, and uh, you have a backup Libro that can't 
give you a solid uh, reception, uh, the game is over. And in the last two sets, uh, maybe the, the final results, because both ended 25 to 21, uh, were a little bit deceiving. Uh, Trento went up by in the, the first act uh, by nine points, then relaxed a little bit, but Milano wasn't even close to to even dispute those two sets to, to Trento. Predictions about the semifinals? Huh. About the trophy, I think that Lube is the favorite of that uh, final four because uh, the they play the first semifinal on uh, on Saturday, so they will have more more time to rest. And when you play the two games in two days, uh, every hours matters. And uh, they have I won't say an easier path because Modena uh, has shown that they could. Uh, they could put up a fight against against Lube, but uh, probably they they won't put the same effort. They won't need the same effort that Trento Perugia will put in the other semi-final to try to reach the final. Um, that, that's the only way why I consider Lube favorites because on the other end, uh, I think uh, everyone but Modena could probably win win the cup. Uh... So you say, you are saying that because uh, Lube will have an easy pass to the final, they will they will uh, more uh, rested than the other part, the counter the counterpart. Is that right? Uh, yeah, uh, something like that. Both mentally and uh, and physically. Well, I... and and even if Lube is the oldest team in the in the in the group, you know, it's also the one who's more used to play those kind of uh, of finals. I, so that's just my opinion. I mean, I will I will tell you what Kabir Numargomedov says to McGregor when he he lose uh, the past week. When you sparring with kids, and then comes the 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 big man, you will likely lose. So for me, it doesn't matter that uh, Lube got uh, a easy path to the final. If uh, Trentino, that for me is the favorite to reach the final on the other side, comes with the same uh, level that they play, I mean Perugia, let's say, they will easily beat uh, Lube Civitanova because we know, and, and now you guys know, the internal problems that have been uh, occurring in the, in the Lube uh, locker room, you know, and that combined with the good momentum that Trentino uh, have, uh, I mean, I think uh, in the other semifinals, Trentino will beat uh, Perugia 3-1 or 3-0. I, I mean, with the, with the level that has been uh, displaying Abdel and Gianelli and especially Lucarelli, uh, all those three players versus Leo, they have no chance for me. They have... Uh, little chance to to qualify to the to to the final but like like happened in the super cup leon is a player of uh, this type of matches if he comes and score like 13 points and like, let's see five aces they they will have a chance or sorry he will have a chance to win the game for for <laughs> Peruvia. Yeah, because it's uh, it's uh, unfair to say that 
uh, all the all the credit is uh, is for is for Leon, but it is what it is. Uh, Peru has relied too much in one player, and if this player uh, don't uh, performance at his level, they will lose probably. So yeah, for me, uh, Trentino will will beat uh, Perugia, uh, and again, uh, Lube of course will reach the final. And in the final, if uh, Lube don't win the first set, uh, will the game I will give to to Trentino. That's it. Yeah, you you talked about the Belazids and the level is playing, but you also take an account that this is his first semi-final of his career. He's he's never played that kind of games before so well, it so would be a major test super uh, cup was the first uh, <laughs> test. yeah but you know test. the first the super cup was the first game of the season with uh, you know i i neither the player take too much in account the 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 super cup i mean it is the first game of the season with with new teammates and people half Heels, so now he will he will uh, put the double of effort because he knows his team and he knows that uh, for me uh, Adelasis is the best player right now in the Italian league by far. And, uh, so yeah, uh, that's it for me. Uh, it is what it is. I I don't know what you guys think. Uh, let's comment a little bit uh, about the semi-final on the side of uh, uh, Trentino uh, versus uh, Perugia, sorry. At least our, our projections, uh, predictions uh, in the beginning of the season that we're going to have a three-horse race are, are pretty right, even though it, it didn't seem like that in the, in the beginning. Which with with this not not that good shape of Trentino in the in the first several rounds. Yeah, and maybe for the first time in the past five years, five four years, I think that Trentino players are also feeling the pressure that they have to win something, because at the end of the day, if you have a twenty victory streak or a forty victory streaks, but you don't win a title within these streaks, it's useless. So they have to win, and listening from the uh, the words of the players and the co and the coaches after yesterday games against Milano, they know it. Uh, they know the people are expecting them to to play, to win. Sorry, just to be clear, as a Trentino fan, I hope they win, of course. So they want my words to be misunderstood or like I'm, I'm playing them down. Uh, but I also have to, to consider that the, of the three teams, except Modena, they're, they're less experienced in, in, in games like that. But as Ronnie said, Leon has to do the Leon things to keep Perugia at, uh, at his peak. And also Sole is playing uh, pretty pretty good in the past uh, two or three games, uh, but in, in one game uh, everything could happen. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Plotniski will put up a twenty five uh, points performance with eighty uh, percent, or uh, I don't know. Rossini will forget how to receive for uh, one and a half hour. We'll see. We'll see. Definitely, there are two good games in the semi final, and will be surely another great game in the final, regardless of the team that will reach the, 
the last stage. Okay, uh, maybe maybe that's enough for for now for the cup. Uh, uh, I was thinking about doing some special editions after the final, or maybe even before the final. But maybe it's better after the final. But but let's see what what happens. Uh, what is going to happen? Uh, now the last topic for today, a little bit not not that traditional, and I would like to ask Nicola to explain why it's possible that we are not going to have Italy in uh, Tokyo 2020 or 2021 or whatever it is the Olympic Games this year. Yeah, I will try to make it briefly and to keep it simple because, of course, it's a pretty um, complicated thing. But basically. Uh, the International Olympic Committee wants every National Olympic Committee to be independent from politics. What happened here in Italy is that uh, with a law in 2019, uh, the Italian government basically created a new branch to control the Olympic Committee and, of course, its money and, and what comes with it. So the International Olympic Committee threatened Italy uh, with taking away its flag and national anthem at the Olympics in, in Tokyo if things wouldn't change. And uh, on, on Wednesday or on Tuesday, and the remember, yeah, uh, the government signed uh, what we could call an executive order to give the National Olympic Committee its independence back. So there shouldn't be Uh, any problem and um, I, I will say something that maybe isn't popular but there was a silly problem because we all know that on paper there are a lot of national Olympic committees that are independent but when it comes down to the, the practical matters they run by the same people who are in the, in the politics uh, I I'm sure. I'm sure that that the National Olympic Committee of uh, I don't know Tajikistan or Uzbekistan or, or countries like this, with all due respect, are uh, maybe maybe even even the, the, the so-called democracies. It's I like to I like to say that nobody is independent. I mean, you are always dependent on someone, even if you're it's your wife or I don't know. I don't know, but but let's give this example. Uh, uh, let's give this example because it's it's actually the same what happened to Russia in 2018 in Pyeongchang, uh, the Winter Olympics, and what is going to happen with them in Tokyo and uh, in in football in uh, in Qatar. So it's 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 in principle, it would have been the the same thing uh, if not changed by the Italian government. Yeah. But for also different reason because there's also doping involved yeah. in, uh, in, in the for Russia situation. Reason, but the outcome yeah. is the same. The outcome would, 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 would have would been be, the same. Would have been the same, yeah. Uh, but just to think about those kingdoms of the of the Gulf, where <laughs> the the son of the of the king is the head of the National Olympic Committee. I mean, how, how can you say that they're in, they are independent from the committee, from the from the politics? Obviously, Italy should have. Uh, Uh, I've fixed this problem way before then the international committee threatening them. But as usual in Italy, we, we're taking things pretty pretty slow and we wake up just when the water is touching our ass. It's, uh, it's something that we, <laughs> we see in Italy. Uh, that, okay. And let's see. Yeah. Uh... 
of course, let's uh, let's have this one. Italy will be there with or without their flag. So so it's yeah, it's it's like we are joking about Russia in Pyeongchang. That what's the difference? They were called Olympic athletes of Russia, and if they're with their name, they will be again Olympic athletes of Russia. So it's so it's only just something on paper. Of course, it's it's nice to have your flag and anthem and uh, all of this. Yeah, with that executive orders, there shouldn't be any problem. Yeah, I mean, the the disqualification, those kind of punishment was expected on Wednesday. Wednesday has come and gone, so probably nothing would would happen. But you know that things change day by day, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to the last part of our uh, podcast today with volleyball lessons in Italian and the three words of Nicola. Today. Okay, today's three words could be applied not just to volleyball, but to any other sports, many of the sports. And th those are the words. And a group of players forming one side is a team, which is squadra in, uh, in Italian. And then within the team, there are the players in the starting lineups that are called titolari in Italiano. And while the substitutes could be called in different ways, but I would pick uh, riserve as, a, as an easy translation. Or it could be the literally one, sostituti, but I will stick with the riserve for today's yeah. words. Thank you again, and uh, thank you for all our comments. Uh, let's not forget to to watch us and follow us wherever you can in, in uh, Facebook in the case of Volleyball Explained and Cuban Spike in Twitter also, but also in Facebook for Pilole di Volley, uh, the, the page of uh, Nicola. Uh, if you like the, the content of Volleyball Explained, you can also support us in Patreon. And that's all for today. Let's hope that we are going to have very interesting and even semifinals and then the final on Sunday for the Italian Cup. Thank you again for watching and listening. Is I'm I will be very happy if you listen to us in Spotify, for example, or any other of the of the podcast platforms. And I hope that you're going to do it also the next time. Bye bye. Bye.